0: Most people's fantasy drafts are wrapped up tight little bow. We're ready for the season, but some of y'all are still drafting and some of you guys need to figure out what you want to do with the end of your roster type spots. Okay, so this is actually going to help both groups of people, whether or not you drafted or you're still waiting to draft, because we're talking about seven players that you need to be stashing on the end of your roster before the season starts. Right. Those are kind of like luxury spots. Like, what do I do? Do I take handcuffed running backs? Do I take guys that might jump up the depth chart? After week one, that's who we're talking about today. Seven players you need to stash at the end of your bench on fantasy football rosters. Let's get it. Bruh. Underdog literally has has free money sitting on the app for you guys right now. Patrick Mahomes, if he goes over one yard, if he gets one yard, In week one, Thursday night football against the Lions, you win on underdog. This is real money we're talking about. This is a real square we're talking about on the game right now. If he goes higher than one yard, you win, okay? If you have yet to download the underdog fantasy app, you don't need any more reason to do so than they're giving away free money for you. They just want to get people onto the platform, okay? So what you want to do is go deposit $10 on the platform, and when you do so, make sure in that promo code slot, you hit them with the BDGE because they're going to double your money. And then you put it on Mahomes and double, triple your money. We're throwing fucking Steve Nash, Jason Kidd type numbers out here with the triple doubling the monies. All right, so the Underdog Fantasy app is the first link in the description down below. It'll take you right to the app store We made this seamless for you. Put a one and no on your record on the platform, baby. And stay tuned to the end because we've got one bonus Dynasty pickup for y'all as well. First guy on this list that I want on the end of all my rosters, he was a 17th, 18th round pick in basically every one of my basketball drafts at this point, is the Minnesota Vikings running back, Ty Chandler. I really like this kid's tape coming out of UNC last year. He is really explosive. He brings something to the offense that Alexander Madison does not have. Now, he's not overly sized or anything like that, 5'11", 205, but he ran a 4-3-8. 40 yard dash that is in the 98th percentile okay talking about a dude who's over 200 pounds and runs a 438 those are big time numbers and he's looked great this preseason he's looked explosive he has looked that speed and that's what excites me a little bit and i listen to a lot of like real football podcasts okay not some like fantasy podcasts that are telling me what alexander madison's yards after contact per attempt i want to know how the team is actually going to operate i don't care what your opinion is of the players how is the coach going to utilize these players and i listen to the athletic podcast where they go over each division and one of their big key sticking points was on the Minnesota Vikings. And they were like, they were okay letting Dalvin Cook leave because Alexander Madison is there, but also because Ty Chandler is there. And they feel really, really good about Ty Chandler. Now, they cut Dwayne McBride. Kenny Nuangu is on the IR. They did pick up Miles Gaskin, but Miles Gaskin was just released, and now he's pretty much a practice squad player for the Vikings. So right now, it's Alexander Madison and it's Ty Chandler. And yeah, maybe Alexander Madison is a dude who ends up touching the ball 18 times a game and is a workhorse for the entirety of the year. But betting on that is usually a losing bet. When we've never seen a dude operate as a workhorse for an entire year, and then he's asked to, a lot of the times that doesn't happen. So Ty Chandler is an easy stash for me. And an offense I think is going to be really, really good. An offense is going to move the ball very easily. And an offense is going to need to score a lot of points because their defense is not great. Ty Chandler, end of bench stash, for show. Number two, Puka Nakua, wide receiver at a BYU. He's a rookie on the Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams right now have about nothing. It's like when you go into the kitchen, you open up the goddamn cupboard, and you want a snack bad. You want it so the fans want just a little taste of an oatmeal cream pie. They don't got it. Cooper Cup, hamstring injury. Maybe he's out week one. Maybe he's out. Maybe he gets put on the pup list. Maybe he's out four or five weeks. At this point, Puka is like the role for role replacement for him, right? They're talking about Van Jefferson, who's pretty much just like Donovan Peoples-Jones at this point, where he's a downfield guy. He'll throw him two to three deep passes a game. Hopefully he comes down with one of them. Tutu Atwell is like 112 pounds. Puka is like the only real possession receiver they have on the roster. Puka is produced in college, did it at an early age. he's, He's a good football player that I think can kind of back himself into a bunch of targets with Cooper Cup out. And then I think he could take over the number two role there when Cooper Cup returns. So I expect him to be a heavy participant in the Rams offense immediately another one that's gonna have to throw the ball about a thousand times because their defense is atrocious so puka needs to be on the back of every one of your rosters and i've been yelling about michael wilson for decades at this point what it feels like and a lot of you guys probably drafted him because of me i am still excited about this kid i don't care about all the quarterback controversy i don't care about clayton toon i don't care about none of it none of it michael wilson is the GOAT. He's for real. Rookie wide receiver on the Arizona Cardinals. He is the only receiver that's over like 170 pounds. He's 6'1", he's 210, 215 pounds. He's going to be a red zone target. He is getting all of the snaps with the starters. It's Hollywood and then it's Michael Wilson. Do not forget the name. Number four on the list, another rookie wide receiver, the kid Jaden Reed out of Michigan State, people kind of, like, he's flying way under the radar for a dude who was a second-round pick. Second-round pick in an offense that's completely rebuilding itself. Like, I am very much in on the Packers offense. Jordan Love, Christian Watson. Now, Romeo Dobbs is dealing with a hamstring injury that we, like, just got news of a few days ago. If he's out, like, this this offense is extremely condensed. We know this from, this is why preseason matters, because we're able to track the snap counts of all the starters. When Jordan Love was on the field, Luke Musgrave was a 100% down player. Christian Watson was, Romeo Dobbs was, and Jaden Reed was in on every single slot snap where they had three wide receivers on the field. He's also a good separator on the outside. He could play both roles, and I think he will if Romeo Dobbs is out. Regardless, if Romeo Dobbs is out, then Jaden Reed will produce in week one. If Romeo Dobbs is playing, Jaden Reed will get the slot snaps, and I think he will eventually work himself into a higher down role. Jaden Reed's explosive, sneaky size, 5'11", 190 pounds. I kind of think of him as like a smaller, more like slot type guy, more like shifty dude, but 5'11", 190s, that's good enough for me. Second round draft capital. If you look on player profiler, his most, his best comp is actually Stefan Diggs, which is insane, but tells you the type of archetype he's in. He's a shifty, savvy route runner that I think can be utilized right away. And if Romeo Dobbs is actually hurt, he's going to, He's going to be a big-time playmaker. So I love Jaden Reed. Let's jump back into a couple other running back depth charts. And again, guys, these are guys to stash at the end of your roster. I'm not, like, predicting them to be league winners. I'm not fucking—you might drop them after a week or two. But I think they're worth having on the back of your roster rather than some, like, second-string tight end or some, you know, the quarterback 25 or some dude that you know is going to get four touches a game. The Cowboys depth chart. The Cowboys running back depth chart. So they cut Malik Davis. As it stands right now, it's Tony Pollard, obviously. Then it's Rico Dowdle, everyone's favorite five foot five guy, Deuce Vaughn. And some dude named Hunter Lupke from like North Dakota State or something like that. I think it's worth owning either Rico Dowdle or Deuce Vaughn on the back of your bench. And the reason why is like we, we have yet to see Tony Pollard operate as the workhorse for a season. And I'm not saying that he can or can't, but it's more likely that they do get a second back involved in this offense. And this is an offense that you want fantasy running backs in, right? Even Zeke, who was washed last year, was usable enough in fantasy football and has been for the last couple of years while not like producing at that elite level that he had been for the beginning of his career. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if it's Rico who's got the size. He's more like 212-ish pounds. Uh, Deuce Vaughn is obviously way smaller than that, but maybe he gets used in two- and four-minute drills. There will be another running back that I'm sure gets fantasy usage at some point this year. And I think it's worth owning one of those guys, Rico Daddle or Vaughn, and just kind of seeing how the backfield plays out for the first like two weeks. It, is it possible that like Pollard got 20 or more touches four different times last year? So maybe they do try to run him into the ground. Maybe they do just give him that elite workhorse role. If I had to put my money on it, I would probably side against it happening. I think there's another running back that probably gets real touches here. The fourth dude on this list that I named before Hunter Lepko, Lepge, Loopge. He was a fullback in college, but he can catch. He's a very versatile. He's going to be like a weapon for them. He is 6'1", 230 pounds. I don't think he's going to like play much outside of special packages, but maybe they use him in on the goal line. He's not a dude that I'm suggesting for fantasy whatsoever. I just think maybe a name to know if you see him on there and you're like, why the fuck is this guy on the field on the three-yard line? Remember, I told you about him. But I do think the dude Rico Dowdle is probably worth owning. 5'11", 213 pounds, ran a 4'5, 4, 440. So, you know, 60th percentile, weight adjusted speed scores, burst score is very, very good. He's like a relatively athletic guy. So maybe he carves out a role. Stash his ass. Going off that same type beat, the Chargers running backs, Joshua Kelly, in, in one part of our draft guide. So if you guys are still drafting right now, if you still have a draft tonight or tomorrow night or even like Thursday, y'all are real freaks. Our draft guide is available for you guys right now. And as I said before, with the underdog sign up, if you use promo code BDGE when you sign up on underdog and deposit $10, not only are they going to match it, you're going to be able to get that Mahomes free square, but you get the draft guide, our draft guide email to you absolutely free for that. If you've already signed up for underdog, you can also get the draft guide at bdge.shop for full price, but you get a heavy discount going through underdog to get it. And I bring that up because we have a part in our draft guide where it's like my favorite guys to target after round 10 and Josh Kelly has been on there for a, for a while. Now, with the Chargers running back room, like Austin Eckler's been dying for a second guy to get involved, and now they bring over Kellen Moore from Dallas to be their offensive coordinator. Why I think this is important is because we just saw Kellen Moore operate the Cowboys offense for the last four years, giving a split between a guy that's like Eckler Tony Pollard and Zeke, they're looking for a banger, man. they And I think Kellen Moore saw the success with that split backfield. Josh Kelly is a bigger dude. Josh Kelly can take the beating. Josh Kelly also sprinted away for a 75-yard touchdown run their last preseason game. Maybe that showed them a little bit more explosion. What I will say is I'm not confident who has that RB2 role between Josh Kelly and Isaiah Spiller. So similar to the Dallas backfield, I would, I would pick one of them up and see what happens in week one or week two. See what the snaps uh, are split like. See who's in on the goal line. If it is like Eckler. Maybe Eckler does play 80% of the snaps again. Both these guys are useless. But if you read between the lines, I think they so badly want a second running back involved on this team. So if I'm picking one of them up, it's Josh Kelly over Spiller. But I, I wouldn't feel good about putting my money on e- on either of them straight up. The last guy on this list before we get to the dynasty bonus player is Chris Evans. Chris Evans is the running back for the Cincinnati Bengals who returned to practice. He was out for a minute, got me worried, returned to practice. He has supposedly locked up the third down role behind Joe Mixon. There's one thing that's clear to me in the Cincinnati Bengals offense outside of they're going to be fucking awesome is that they don't trust Joe Mixon on third downs for the most part, and Samajit P. Ryan had an extremely useful role. In that offense as a third down guy. And if Chris Evans is decent, then he can have a similar role to that. And I think he's a guy that you could stash on your bench. And similar to like if Mixon gets hurt, Mixon seems to miss a chunk of games each year, whether Gio Bernard was behind him or Smajan Piron is behind him, whatever running back gets inserted into that workhorse role ends up being like a top 15 fantasy running back for that week. So I think there is that handcuffed material, as well as like the Smodgy P. Ryan role that you can get in the last round of your draft or just stash, see what happens week one, week two. Again, all these guys are kind of like stash and see, stash and see. And while we're on the Smodgy P. Ryan chatter, the dynasty bonus player that I've been hearing a lot about out of Denver's camp, the backfield, it's not Javante, obviously, it ain't Smodgy P. Ryan. These guys are not available in dynasty leagues. He goes by the name of Jaleel McLaughlin. He is an undrafted free agent out of Youngstown State. Out of Youngstown, Youngstown State, Youngston State. I don't know how to say his name. He is 5'8, 187 pounds. But man, is this dude getting buzz? And he has looked good in the preseason. I'm not like burning at all. I'm not setting the house on fire to go get him. But I think more often than not, if you're still you're still in the offseason, so you probably still got your offseason fab in your dynasty league. You're probably looking for someone to blow it on. At this point, when you start to hear buzz and rumors and reports over and over and over again of a certain player, especially a running back, these are the guys that you want to get in your roster, your dynasty roster on the 26th, 27th, 28th slot and kind of just see what happens over the first month of the season because the opportunity risk is so low. You're, You're giving up like a fourth string tight end at that point. Like You can drop Tyler Conklin in order to get Julio McLaughlin and see what happens, okay? All right, so I hope this video was helpful for y'all. Again, if you want to be helpful to the brand, if you've followed us, supported us throughout the summer, and you want to show that you support it and appreciate all the content that we make and that we will be making throughout the season. Actually, let me give you a content schedule update of what we'll be doing in the season. But make sure you go to Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, or download the app first link down below and use promo code BDGE when you hit them with a the $10 deposit. You'll get the draft guide. You'll get the Mahomes free square, all that butter. We're raking it in. So here's how the in-season content schedule is going to work for YouTube for us. Monday, I will be doing my live streams every Monday, probably around noon, which I did last year, which you guys seem to really like where I go game by game, recapping the entire slate of the NFL. We'll just kind of throw the box scores up on the screen and I'll talk through each game while we'll hang out. So make sure you got notifications on for the channel. It'll let you know when we go live. This will obviously kick off Monday. Tuesday, I'll be throwing out waiver wire video. Wednesday, me and JMO who you've seen on this channel probably recently, will be doing a trade targets video. So we'll go back and forth, probably choosing four or five guys that we think you should be trading for or away. So that'll be every Wednesday. Every Thursday, me, Tony, and j will be doing a Thursday night football preview. So that'll go live Thursday morning. We'll film it Wednesday night, so as close to the game as possible. We'll just be going you know, through the game, uh, talk about the fantasy ranks of the players in the game, our favorite underdog squares in the game, uh, talking about any key injuries that you, you guys might not know of, if there's weather, anything that we think y'all need to know for Thursday Night Football, we will be posting that live on Thursdays. On Friday, J-Mo will do his own solo video going through his rankings, so he'll go through all his running backs and wide receiver rankings, probably the top 36 at each position. So hopefully that'll help you out with your sit starts. Saturday, I will be doing my private Q and assault. If you are a BDGE member, a paying member on the website Sunday, we will be doing game day live streams this year. We will be doing it on both channels, actually. So we have two channels. If you guys are kind of new here or you only follow the fantasy channel, we also do an NFL trivia channel, which is really fucking taken off and people love that shit. We do a lot of trivia games in the office. So we'll probably be going live both on this channel. That's open to everyone. It's not a private Q and A on the trivia channel on sunday mornings maybe like 11 a.m eastern time ish i will be doing the one here more just like sit star hanging out chatting with y'all maybe a little hair of the dog action on the trivia channel they'll probably be doing the same thing maybe they will play some trivia games whether it's Weddle or draftal or uh some trivia games that they make but they'll do they'll do some sit starts and underdog pickups and stuff like that so make sure you subscribe to that channel as well we have worked our fucking whole dick off this summer i want to take a breath But now the hard work starts. But now we get going. And I'm as confident as ever that the content that we have in place will be the best that we've given to you guys through a full season. All right, so I'm fucking ready for football. I know y'all are ready for football. Go to Underdog Fantasy Football and use the promo code BEGE and you will be. Oh, I'm sweating. I got to get off the air. Love you.